0: Hey everybody, this is the Full Vantage Podcast and this is my attempt to document and share the lessons I've learned and am learning as I help build community and culture from scratch that will make an impact that lasts forever. This is the Full Vantage Podcast. All right, so this is
1: (laughs) the Full Vantage Podcast
0: with my dude. Oh my gosh, mm. this is going to be the episode of fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we have together. Fun every time yeah. I'm around you, it is a blast. So it's almost Christmas. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of people interested in uh, things of God, Christianity, church, or just going because family does. It's just kind of yeah. like, a, it's a tradition, I guess. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you have a ton of fun all the time. Mm -hmm. I have a ton of fun all the time. Mm -hmm. But let's just begin with um, this. This is a few things you need to know about Cam. Uh, Cam travels all over the world. He just got back from... The Philippines Uh recently. Yeah, it was a good trip. And Oklahoma. (laughs) Rivaled. (laughs) Rivaled the Philippines. I love that they're in the same sentence. And then where else? I went to Arkansas. Arkansas. I saw family. Yeah, I
1: saw saw family. Got my holidays and stuff done. But the trip. Yeah, the Philippines was the trip. That was a good trip.
0: Philippines was the trip. Mm -hmm. And then you're just constantly on the move, going. And then you literally build community. With middle schoolers and high schoolers. Mm -hmm. You help them find friends, Mm -hmm. have a safe community to grow. You're a youth pastor. Mm -hmm. And then, dude, let's dive into the one topic that everyone needs. Everyone needs it. Everyone's looking for it. Yep. Very few people find it Mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Let's talk about fun. Let's talk about it. Uh where do you begin when you start thinking about fun? And I think this is important for the season we're in mm-hmm. because I believe we try to buy fun a lot. And I think sometimes at Christmas we even potentially end up buying fun.
1: Yeah, you mean like an Xbox and Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Like purchasing it like product or let's have fun. And those things are. Yeah. Inanimate objects are fun. But <clears throat> maybe maybe Put together your thoughts about this time of year, people searching for fun, yeah, searching for something that is more. yeah. But then let's just – where do you begin? Fun is huge. It's a wide range. It is
1: big. Of things. Man, yeah. <clears throat> I've been really trying to figure that out because as I'm like knowing that we're coming to all of this, I'm like, what is fun? I'm trying to like define it. Asking people – I was telling you. I'm asking people literally like, do you think is God fun? definitive and I have gotten like all across the board answers so I don't think anybody really knows but it also has me kind of like as we're talking about fun I'm even like learning that fun to me has levels to it like there's like there's mine and your fun because we get together and we like get crazy and like literally yesterday we had our staff Christmas party and we pulled out these Nerf bow and arrows and we're just like I'm shooting Trevor as hard as I can with the bow and arrow, which yeah, I – you hit me in the – I have a bruise literally right here because I feel it. I haven't touched it good. until today.
0: No, nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not how it began. It began with us playing a game that you – Yeah. So you're always making up games. Right. For people to enjoy. Exactly. And so we played this game. Yeah. Rolling the dice and opening these presents. And it was S- goofy. The Saram
1: Wrap game. Yeah, yeah.
0: the Saran- uh, Saram Wrap game. Saram whatever. Wrap, yeah. I have a difficult time saying it. <laughs> I'm not even going to try again. But – and we started throwing e- these just little, like, snowmen, plastic yeah, we, snowmen We, we won these. Like,
1: we won these, like, squishy toys in the Saram Wrap game, which – We turned into middle schoolers, really. Like, (laughs) we got bored at our parties, we started throwing stuff at each other, like in this like downtime.
0: Yeah, and there was like five tables, and we're just throwing across the room, just hilarious. Yeah, and it's me and it's really me and
1: Trevor leading this, like running and hiding and throwing and being like ridiculous.
0: And then then other people join in, and they start enjoying. Yeah, like you see people's faces go from more serious. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a – maybe that's a fun place to, to even think about. No, yeah. We, like
1: That's what I was thinking about because, like, sometimes people think, oh, I, like, fun is like Cam. Like, to have fun in church or in ministry it has to look like be the guy that leads the crazy games. But I think fun could even be a little less than that. Like, I almost believe we can even measure it by people's expressions. Like, yeah. fun is actually something we see. Yeah. Which – potentially extends from joy most of the time.
0: I was just about to say that.
1: Yeah, so like, I mean, we can, that's what I think this will be. It's like, we're seeing benefits of fun because whenever me and you do our thing, we had a line of people by the end of all of our extravaganza (laughs) where everyone is like, all right, like I want to try this and laughing and goofing off. And there's, we know, and I've talked a little bit about the benefits of that. But also, too, I think, you know, um, I'm learning that fun could even just be a conversation. It can be going to get lunch, Um, you know? Okay, okay,
0: so you said something that took it somewhere Uh right there, and I heard it, and I was like, oh, you're right. At the end of the night, everyone physically was saying, they didn't verbally say it, but Mm -hmm. they physically said it because they lined up to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. They physically said, I want in. Yes. I want in yes I want that
1: they were one yeah they were wanting to be a part of said thing right yes
0: which I think is a game changer if you're trying to have a group of people that come together that live life together mm-hmm. there has to be an aspect of fun because you have to enjoy there has to be joy involved in creating meaningful relationships for example, yeah. like, if we're just if we're just trying to create a relationship that's going to last, there has to be a part of that time when we're around each other where we just enjoy it. Yeah. We have to enjoy each it other. It
1: just, yeah. It's like, I don't know. I guess it just makes, like, if you were to try that in two different lights, like, let's say we tried this in the beginning and it was all serious all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which there are serious matters. Right. But... Maybe it would take a long time for us to really connect together or maybe even see something in each other or potentially, like, let our guards down. But in joy and in fun, it it happens really quick where as soon as, you know, you tackle me from hitting that paper plate, like, the joy we experience, we just, I think, let each other get a little closer maybe. So it helps aid relationships, which is huge in what we do, right? We're all about connecting. We're wanting people to connect with us, and we're wanting them to connect amongst each other, but also we're wanting them connect, to connect with God. So, is is fun aiding us in everything that we're doing?
0: I think one hundred percent. And here's why: I had a conversation today, mm-hmm. this morning, where I had a guy that was around probably thirty six, thirty seven. Mm-hmm he said it is getting harder and harder for me to put myself out there and find friends and relationships yeah and i think the older we get that is true yeah it is just harder because we lose this aspect of fun we yeah. lose this child likeness we feel like we've got to be somebody else and dude literally in a world in a in a country that has a that has the disease, if you will, of loneliness, mm-hmm. just running rampant across from the east to the west, north to south. It doesn't matter. Loneliness is at a, is an all time high. Yeah. And the Surgeon General actually said that recently.
1: Yeah, I believe. A few De- months I, ago. I even believe Denver's one of, I think statistically in a like top state, third I'm loneliest sorry, city. Yeah, third, third loneliest city in America. That's crazy.
0: Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And. I think what we're talking about when it comes to fun, it actually plays a huge part in it because isn't that the front door to a relationship hmm. is being open and maybe goofy or yeah. relaxed yeah, or
1: smiling? Yeah. <laughs> <I mean.
0: laughs> yeah.
1: No, I get it. Dude, that makes me like – okay, so as we're diving into like the philosophy of all of this – you know, a couple of weeks ago, they had me lead this meeting for our staff, Yeah. which we're going through our values as a church. One of our values is we're serious about having fun. And so, of course, let's get the youth guy to do it, <laughs> so, <laughs> which ended up being sick, because did you win that? Did oh, you yeah, win the I game? Won. I totally did. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, we played this dodgeball game. You only
0: won because you didn't play. Ah, <laughs> oh, you
1: know, man. <laughs> but, dude, whenever I was, like, kind of gearing up for that meeting— I was searching Google and wondering and asking, what does, like, is fun important in the church and blah, blah, blah. And I realized everything was coming up in student ministry of like, gotta have fun in your student ministry. Like we're losing fun in our uh, youth programs. We need to get it back. I read, you know, paper after paper or whatever. I didn't see a single one on adults in ministry, specifically ministry, but I'm noticing as I'm, Diving into this, adults have lost, what is it, wonder? Like, why is it that, do you think? Like, why do you think adults aren't having, like, thinking that fun has nothing to do with them anymore? Like, it's a kid, like, why is it just youth ministry or kids where, you know, uh, urban air is a thing, but we can't, like, can we not go or should we, like, are we, do we have to just sit here with our wine and be like <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Does it always have to be serious sure. for adults? And is that maybe why loneliness is a thing? Like are we trying to like – have we been like cultivated in such a way now where we've lost our sight of or maybe the importance of having fun? Dude, yeah. I think first off,
0: my brain went to a million different – a millions and yeah, it's an dude, exaggeration. But dive in. it went to so many different directions and I had so many different thoughts. But I think at the end of the day, it's a – we do not have fun because we are trying to protect
1: ourselves. Yeah. I think it's a form of dude, protection. Dude, yeah.
0: Okay. Because when, you're, when you are being a fun person, what are you doing? You're being vulnerable. You are. You're being – true self. You you're are being authentic. Mm-hmm. You're being real. And so if if you're not having fun, what are you trying to do? You're trying to not be that. You're trying to not be vulnerable. You're trying to not be authentic. You're trying to not be your real self. You don't maybe even think that you can be that version of yourself yeah. because who would like you? But I see, I think that's a lie that the evil one wants to tell us is that no one will like you if they really knew you. And that's not true. Why? Yeah. Like That's not true. If, w- somebody would like you. Yeah, If you are yourself and you're respectful and you're kind and you're trying to enjoy life, you can find friends. I think, that's, I think that's one of the quickest ways to get somebody to spend a lot of money too is to get them by themselves so they feel like they have to purchase things to provide something that is not going to last. Sure, the Xbox, great. But it'll get old. Right. The game, great. Oh, dude, it'll yeah. Get old. Skiing, great. It gets old by yourself. Yeah. Snowboarding, great. It
1: gets old by yourself. I think everything gets old when we're by ourselves. Super good. I just taught a lesson on this. This now, to me, extends from joy. Like I believe, which I would say <clears throat> the umbrella of all of this, potentially the deep-rootedness of fun might be joy. Um, as I'm talking with my students about this, I was telling them, the world thinks joy, as I like dived into like Merriam-Webster's definition, what I really saw and read was it was s- something that we get, like a feeling that we get based off of how successful we are or the possessions that we uh, gain or whatever. I was like, <clears throat> I, that can't be it. And I've learned it's not, but I'm talking to my students saying like, look, you want the Xbox Series X. What happens when the series Y comes out? All of a sudden your Series X is nothing. I was like, There's a time twenty years ago <laughs> whenever I wanted the Xbox three sixty, it was the craziest yes. thing ever. And I got it and you know, I experienced a glimpse of joy potentially or happiness, like maybe feeling it to an extent, but it it was gone and it it left quickly. The iPhone's a great example as well, like things are always changing and we're always ready to covet something new and that to me shows you know kind of like king solomon and ecclesiastes why when he put it to the test of like give me everything and he did it to like the fullest extent he said like nothing it's all for the wind like nothing can be gained underneath the sun so to speak and dude i'm like True joy has to be different. Like, almost the definition of what I've learned is that joy comes from potentially a relationship. And that potentially means that it's not circumstantial. Yeah. Because the relationship I'm talking about is with the Lord, it's with Jesus. And I think that I've experienced whenever my sights and my heart is set on the Lord, I am full. I don't need. I don't covet. Why would I have everything? And I think joy can only just overflow when you're when you're there. You know what I'm saying? So I totally do. that's where it's like. And I think you know when you when I'm joyful, I can have fun even in like serious situations, yeah. like church. Because when I'm di- you know when I'm looking into um, fun in the church, a lot of people don't even think that you should. And it's because sin is serious, God is serious, eternity is serious. Right. But a quote I really like that somebody said is they said, can we, was a question, they said, can we take church seriously without taking ourselves seriously? And I was like, that is a banger quote, a question to think about. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> that is a banger because literally I was just thinking, I think we take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. I listened to a billionaire talk about this recently. So somebody that can, a billionaire, I think that that title is good because he can buy whatever he wants. Correct. There's nothing that he cannot purchase. So he said success to him looks like when his kids want to spend time with him when they get older. So success wasn't even... A buyable thing. It had nothing to do with money. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with anything he could purchase. It had everything to do with somebody loving spending time with him so much that they wanted to spend the most valuable thing, which was their time with him.
1: Dude, keep going because I have something I want to jump into. No, jump in. Please. Bro, Bro, I – so I'm going to dive into some vulnerable stuff. come on. I came out of – the hardest season of my life right before i came on right before i got to denver and got to this church and what happened was my wife's a nurse and she turned into a covid travel icu nurse long story short whenever covid hit her unit turned into um, the covid unit it was crazy And then she was realizing all these travel nurses are coming in, making way more money than she was, doing exactly what she was doing. So we also were wanting to get out of Texas. We were like, let's just get out of here. And what ended up happening is we just started taking travel contracts. So I'm painting this picture for you because that's a very lucrative job. Um, She was making a lot of money Like is basically the best way I can put that. I also didn't work. For two years um i had the most money i've ever had in my life very expendable we don't have kids we don't we had we're pretty unrooted we can do whatever we want um i'm not working which i think a lot of people dream of you know you ever see you the, tired it you ever you ever see the memes you of were, like <laughs> you're tired before you even had a job? but night. it's like when your wife makes <laughs> six figures and then it's like the guy at home and he's like He's like sweeping as hard as he You're can a catch and like man. oh dude I was a golden husband. <laughs> I was a trophy husband. Um it was fun. Yeah. But just dude, just constantly working out, eating perfect. I got in the I got in okay, we're, yes. I got in the best shape of my life. Yep. I was ripped. I was in great shredded. shape. Dude, I was shredded. I like I think on paper everything looked great yeah. for some people. And it was the most maybe the closest I've ever been to depression wow and I was buying everything I wanted we traveled the world I went to 20 countries in that span of two years of COVID and I was seriously sad and what ended up happening is I think I was kind of just telling myself that God's way maybe isn't as good as Cam's way. And I was seeking the world hard. I did a full King Solomon. And I really believe the truth was revealed to me that, man, as the joy I thought I was going to gain from this world it was fickle. It was nothing. And I just got, I was just sad. And I didn't have purpose. And I did not have joy. And coming back here, dude, we went through a crazy thing with my mom. She was recently baptized and the whole experience of like the spirit kind of moving in her and my life in that time. And God just was honestly, just really blessed me and letting me have a front row seat to all of that and help and walk with her, um, in her faith. And in the experiences of that relationship with Jesus, I felt Full, full, full. And you did a sermon on fullness somewhere around that time, and we were chatting about that. I was like, man, I feel like I don't need anything. And you know what? I had way less than I ever had. Um, Yet, it wasn't based off of my circumstances. Just something about, I think, the way that we're designed wants us to be in. Communication and walking in step with God. And when we do, I think nothing can happen in our lives except to overflow joy. Source.
0: I think you're really hitting on the source of the the emotion and feeling Mm -hmm. of the experience. Because when you talk about fun, you talk about external circumstances or things. Yeah. And when we talk about joy, it is the emotion. It Im- It is maybe the essence of fun. Yeah. But joy, when you talk about joy, I hear you talk about it coming from a place of overflowing.
1: Dude, yeah. Which the source would be internal, not external. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if joy helps me to not take myself so seriously because who am I hiding from?
0: Dude, yeah. (laughs) Who
1: are you hiding from? Yeah.
0: Who are you? He already knows everything about you. He knows your most inward thoughts, your relationship with Jesus. He knows what you've ever done, what you're ever going to do. He knows what you're doing when no one's seeing. And it's like, look, his love for you covers Mm -hmm. you. You're covered. Yeah. And if at the end of the day you're known, isn't that, I believe, the point of when someone has joy and they're experiencing a fun, full, filled life is
1: they're known? Yeah. What does that mean to you? To be known? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think if God is willing to know me and love me, then regardless of someone, you know, if someone accepted me, I, I don't think it can negate that. I think that's just so deep. So maybe that is what helps me to extend joy and, and live kind of in this world of fun, um, regardless of the circumstances, is that, yeah, yeah, God knows me and loves me, and that means it doesn't matter if, honestly, Trev or some of my students think that Cam's the yeah. guy, or, yeah. uh, or they think the world of me, or they may not. They may be like, this guy, I can't hang, stand him, or want to hang with this guy. But it's like, okay, cool. Because you know what? I I am so known and loved. And if I can be known, which means like, it's all the crevices of Cam, not like the presented, like, You know, we got the swag on cam, but like deepness cam. And that guy loves me. This God sees that cam and says he has value. I don't know. You know, like how can that not when you have value to the creator of the universe, if we can get better at just sticking on to that and not pulling off whenever somebody else may like have a rub or, you know, whatever with us, um, maybe we won't shift maybe if we can just focus on remind ourselves of like the most important relationship, the one who's given us all of this, sees cares enough to see you and want to see you, cares enough to want to hear you, and says like, cool, I know everything about Trev, and you know what, he's my guy, and I love him. Like, dude, if, like, if we did that every day and just reminded ourselves of that in the morning, like, would we not just go out in our day and be like, hey, you know what I'm talking about? Like, We'd be, we would live life so different. We would be skipping everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And you know what's funny? Christians should be doing it the most. Like yeah. our whole mantra is good news. If we have the good news, we should feel like the most – like we have – like we've, we're waving a victory flag over here. So we should show – I think we should be having fun because we won. Like, we have fullness. If when, somebody comes into, when somebody who does not know the Lord comes into our house or like into our building, man, they should leave thinking, like, they look so different. And some of them don't have their lives together. So there was, there's millionaires sitting next to homeless people in this church. And if both of them are walking out with smiles, talk, like, they're just showing joy from their body, like, dude, That would change lives if we could make that happen.
0: No, it it totally would. And I think you've you've done a great job of even just in this conversation highlighting what it means to overflow with joy Mm -hmm. and what it means to have fun. Yeah. And I think you can have fun and not have Jesus. Yeah. And I think you can have fun and not be known. Yes. And I think you can have fun and temporary and mm-hmm. it not actually satisfy your soul and you actually not find what you're looking for but you can do things for fun and it feels good for a while but the feeling will always fade mm-hmm. and what we're talking about is if you have joy you are not you are no longer needing to be known and desperate for it mm-hmm. because the joy comes from the source that is your relationship with Jesus, with God, with his people. Yeah. And you're you're known and you're loved mm-hmm. for who you are, which frees you up. Yeah. I'm th- We're talking about freedom. We are. We're really talking about freedom mm-hmm. here. Are you freed up enough for you to be yourself, for you to be 100% you, and for you to be relaxed and have confidence? Mm-hmm. Because I think at the end of the day, if you're really looking for fun – and if you're really looking for joy, it comes from a confident place. And guess yeah. what? I'm not confident in. I am not confident in myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not confident in myself to be perfect, yeah. to come through for people perfectly, to always do the right thing. Yeah. But you know what? My confidence in my life is not really. Po- I'm not really trying to point to me. Yeah. You know, and I just want to help people find what I found in right in Him, and so the joy that overflows comes from a source that does not end
1: yeah dude um oh this is just sick (laughs) this is just sick dude. it
0: is because no one's talking about this yeah
1: i i think there's some like i feel like we we should get into fun um there's a i feel like my brain just went to a few places go ahead one of them is i agree with what you had said earlier like you can have fun and not know jesus and we've been talking about the tool that is fun yes i believe that we have the freedom to express ourselves in fun in the church and like amongst each other because we we're focused on the lord and our fullness comes from him yeah right the overflow allows us to do this yeah
0: yeah we're totally just as you're thinking right now we're we're just totally off Really like our experiences Off the cuff Off of what we believe yeah. What we see And what we read What oh. we've learned Over years uh, Fun and joy And we just came with a topic of fun Right Because we just don't see people be, Being freed up to have it Correct And so it's it's like If we don't start talking about it Then maybe I will stop having it one day Because I won't understand it Or you You know what I mean like Or you Or, or just anybody yeah. Anyone that you're trying to build a relationship with Because Dude yeah and so i just i just want that to be really clear like we're actually working through this as well we've been working through fun for maybe a month or so now just yeah. on the top of our mind because it is a tool yeah to build meaningful relationships and have a full life
1: correct right yes we want relationships that's the end goal a relationship with the creator is what's going to give you ultimate joy right, I think that opens the gates to where to me i the freedom is like we get that fun all the time, and like you know you were you painted a problem which was you know we take ourselves seriously when we 're putting our focus on our confidence or like on ourselves, and whenever we take our sights off of the Lord in that way, I you know I have fleeting Fun in in those seasons. I I believe like I I do take myself seriously whenever I start thinking about myself or like putting my hope in myself or again, maybe it's even just like putting myself at the top spot. Like Cam is the king of this world versus when God is, Um, which is crazy because that's just so countercultural of if God is your king and you're living for him, the fact that we're like experiencing fullness from that where you're giving it up versus like, no, I'm holding on to the reins and gaining control. But now your joy and all this like deep-rooted stuff is fleety. It's crazy, right? But again, the tool of fun. I believe it would solve a problem that you said where we've got a lonely city and a lonely country. Lonely people. We've got a lonely world at yeah, times. gosh. Um, so fun to me tears down walls. I do youth ministry, and so I tell all my staff, I tell my parents that I do ministry through the lens of safety, fun, and Jesus. Safety, because if I have a safe ministry, I can have a long ministry. So I want my people to be trained, and I want to cultivate a space where we can really rest because it is safe. And not only that, but then two is fun— I want to have a fun ministry because if I do, I can get these students to want to come back. And if I can get them to want to come back, I have multiple, multiple, a long opportunity to keep throwing seeds at these kids, hoping that the truth will root into their hearts. Um, and Jesus being third has no diminishing. I almost think it's more of like these two just point towards what our main goal is. Now, youth guy. Everyone thinks youth ministry needs to be fun. I'm doing fun stuff. We're having a party uh, Sunday. Yes. So, like, that makes sense to everyone, but these kids love it. So the question to me is, what's the difference between youth ministry and regular ministry? What's the difference between adults and kids?
0: Or what's the difference between ministry and us living our lives? Because we're ministering to people that are in our lives – To to something, yeah. We are with them if we have a relationship with them. I don't. I think the the lines need to be blurred just across the board because we feel like we got to be. We compartmentalize ourselves, yeah. And I think that's what you're getting at. I think I cut you off, but like we compartmentalize ourselves between like who I have to be in ministry or who I have to be at the church or who I have to be at home or who I have to be on the street or who I have to be at my work. And it's like, hold up, time out. Like if you got to be eight or seven, eight to seven people a day. Or throughout your week, you are missing out on freedom, yeah. my friend. Like you are missing it. Um, so just – I think you were saying something um, in that. But I would love for you – I would love for us to kind of keep going the direction you were going. If you can think of it, just bring it back up. But but you are saying this. It Fun breaks
1: down barriers. Yeah, like I want – I believe what I'm trying to do is – you know, and maybe it's a leadership like level. Like I think everyone has kind of like a leadership cap. Yeah. If you've ever heard this yeah, before. Yeah. And um, with kids, you know, their leadership cap might be lower to where it might be hard to get them to like build relationships with each other or to expect that of them without fun. And fun what it does it it kind of speeds up what I'm hoping for that they will be vulnerable and be vulnerable amongst each other and their leaders And in that, it will help them to cultivate culture and think, oh, the church is awesome. This is my place. I want to be there. I love my leaders, and I come to this place. And it started with fun, but I think what will always get them to kind of stay here is whenever it's a little deeper than that. And that's what I'm like – it's almost like the bait and hook, like – my bait is fun. Like, come to my ministry. I'm going to give away a switch. Every kid is like, Wr! you know, sweet. <laughs> but when they get here and they get the switch and then we have another – like, we have, we're have we leading up to all these other fun things. Like, dude, I'm going to keep coming. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. got arcade games downstairs. And then Jesus is what kind of like really gets them. Like, fun could be fickle. They can come here and have fun, but they could go home and have fun. Without Jesus, they will potentially leave. Um But my hook is, I think, whenever I tell them, guys, life is really hard and broken, and a lot of you are experiencing that right now in divorce and people dying uh, in sickness. And um, God has an answer for that. And I want you to know that this God loves you so much that he would send a son to have a relationship with you and that his son would pay the payment of all of your sins. Like, Whenever I paint the gospel with them, I believe when Jesus – Jesus is my hook, and that's what gets kids to really root in all of this. And, I mean, that's the main goal, right? Fun is my aid to get them there, and it's my aid to get them to lock arms together as we move closer and closer towards Jesus as a group, not even just, like, individually or, like, this kid's from this school and this kid's from this school so fun! I have noticed in my ministry is a massive tool. Yeah, youth ministry should be fun because the kids, where they're at, maybe even just cognitively, is they need it because it's helping them get them to my to my building. If I'm saying come, at times I go, but mainly I'm like come to my event. Um, that's what's going to help them not fight their parents, yeah. and that's it's going to aid their parents to get them to be here. And then not only that, they're having fun with these leaders, and, like, I'm goofing off with them and playing Mario Kart with them. And I was – I literally put this to the test the other day. There was two kids, and they're kind of new, and they don't talk a lot, and they haven't really built a lot of relationships because they're new. I came over to them and started trying to talk to them, and blank. Like, it was hard, not good combo. Um, but who's this guy? This Very with a big side. smile on his face, and he's old. Like, get him out of here. And then I was like, y'all play Mario Kart? Because they were sitting at the couch of Mario Kart and weren't even playing. And they are like, yeah, we've played. I was like, you want to play? They're like, yeah. Dude, I sat down, wasn't even looking at them. And we were just talking while playing Mario Kart. And they started telling me everything. They were telling me about school, about how they're in band, how they're learning how to play guitar, how they're in volleyball. I learned a lot about their lives in four races. <laughs> Anywho, I love that. Yes, races. dude. So it only takes four races. My question is, again, I don't want to compartmentalize anything, and I think you and I actually do this somewhat well. Trevor, authentically, is always Trevor. If we're, if it's me and him in a room, if he comes down to my youth ministry, he's always fun. He's always taking um, serious situations, even not taking himself so serious. Mm. So that's a good thing, right? I think it's a great thing. I, I, I think I
0: just realized something. Let I me mean, let me think about this with you. I just realized um, that there could be a negative point of view of what you just said. Mm-hmm. I just want to make it really clear that not all hooks are bad. And when you say hook people, mm-hmm. um, I think hooks are valuable mm-hmm. because. Because a good hook is helpful, Mm -hmm. and it helps me find what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference with what you're talking about. Versus what? Versus why adults, I think, have learned to protect themselves. Because in a similar way, the world Mm -hmm. or things or other people even – That want things from people Not things for them Mm -hmm. They're trying to take from them Mm -hmm. They hook them similarly Yes they do With fun Mm -hmm. And it's in the name of Oh you'll be happy You'll find relationships You'll be successful Fill in the blank on what you're looking for Yeah And it's sold like that But then they get no satisfaction they get things taken from them, and they have to learn to be guarded. Yeah. And I think the value of fun is if we can find out who someone is and what they're about. Yeah. And if they help me step into freedom, if they help me step into furthering a relationship that's real, the hook that is real is let's just have fun together. Mm -hmm. They just be together Yeah, I don't want anything from you I just want something for you I just want freedom for you Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's holding the most people back Mm. Is They have this um, They have this nature Inside them that desires fun They want joy But they've been sold A bag Of lies Yeah a bag that's just been stealing from them, taking from them for so long that they don't even know who they are anymore. They don't find any value. They don't find any real people. Mm. And so it just takes so much more time for them to, to figure out if you are who you say you are. Mm-hmm. Which I think you do a great job with. Of like You're just going to be this person until someone's willing to open up. But over some fun, mm-hmm. they may.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's I think it's just us revealing who we are and what we're about just continually and being as honest as possible. Yeah. And in the middle of fun with with honesty, we can help people understand like, you know, I just am who I am. Yeah. I don't want anything from you. Mm-hmm. I just I just I'm excited to have you around me. Yeah. Have you with me. And then from there we can see a relationship that flourishes, but I think if someone's yeah. looking for somebody that's genuine, uh, I, I heard, I saw this, uh, I heard this on TikTok the other day. It was uh, uh, riff my bit, kind of weird, <laughs> and the idea is, it's this like you know a bit like a comedian or a um, or a piece of information or what someone or acting. Like the bit of like a performance or where they're at. Okay, um, You have bits all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Riff on it mm-hmm. means to uh, – or riff so on someone else's. Mm-hmm. Theirs is like I just w- – they're using it to find somebody to have a meaningful relationship with. That's like key. I just need a, a real person to riff on my bit, meaning like on where I am. Yeah, It sounds really weird, uh-huh. um, but it's kind of funny makes me laugh but like the point is i need someone to riff on where i am at on what i'm thinking not just always want me to think about what they're thinking about or go where they want to go or i just need someone to be goofy with me and i just need someone to have fun with me or i just need someone to be relaxed even with me Mm -hmm. or go with me in this act or weirdness or you know just like fun stuff yeah. that's lighthearted. I need someone to go with me there instead of always want me to you know go with them. I just think that's really important for us to just kind of like be with each other in that and uh yeah, I think people are starting to see that fun is really important if if we're gonna have a real relationship. yeah uh what would you say to somebody that's like, yo, I'm looking for I'm lonely. Where do I begin? I mean, like, three or four things.
1: That's a good question. I think my first and my main would be, you should come with me. Like, yeah, I be. would try to help them personally, especially if they were specifically coming to me, because I could try to point them, um, you know, like, I think if I'm, like, just kind of, like taking what they said and bringing them this way like that's one thing but maybe it'd be even better and easier for them to just like you should come with me like i have a church that's awesome i don't know if you like i don't know what you think about the lord but um there's a lot of really cool people there i made a lot of good friends there and um you should check it out so i don't know i mainly point to that and i don't know i would uh, i think like adding more to it, I don't know, that might would be, it would mainly be trying to get them connected to the body of of believers, I think would be really helpful in loneliness. And I think partnering with me, regardless of that, might would make this even easier for them instead of like pulling out. But I know in general, like, They could go have fun with people and become unlonely. They can go to a bar and then, like, cut it up with some people at the pool table. Sure. And now, all of a sudden, they've got friends. Like, that's how uh, most of the time we make – again, like, if you're lonely, I would almost always be pointing to fun because guys (laughs) specifically, whenever we go play sports – you ever notice that you play sports with all these random people? You don't even know them. But by the end of matter. what – if you're playing basketball, ultimate frisbee, football, something happens by the end of it where we're all sitting there drinking our like Gatorade water, like untying our cleats, and we're just chatting it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rando people. Yeah. So, again, I think fun was the contributor there. Like I kind of like – play. With, opens I, the door. I just play with these guys and then like – through that, I'm like, dude, nice cat Which I, you know, I don't get too competitive to like destroy any relationships. But I'm like, bro, nice catch. Or like, dude, sick, sick cleats, whatever. And then like at the end, yeah, we're like, we'll even go like get food together at times. So little things like that, I just think aid connection. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. No, I do, man. Look, I love having fun with you. I yeah. love being around you. I think that is. Uh, attractive when it comes to friends, relationships, community, and you bring the best out in me, mm-hmm. and it's just—it's so exciting to see what could happen this next year. And as people lean into Christmas, and as people try to have fun, I think that's maybe even the beginning. Just try, yeah. Just, just try,
1: yeah. Like just, see what and,
0: it- and yeah, see what it's like, and be yourself.
1: Yeah, if you're a parent, like imagine if you would have fun with your family and what that would do for your relationship with your kids or maybe what that would do with a relationship with your wife, you know, like just in so many ways. Like, yeah, with that group of people that you like admire, like, dude, go seek them and be like, let's go do something. Like if you are willing to be courageous enough to step into like starting that, dude, you might end up having a best friend.
0: Yeah, no. And I think the hardest part is starting.
1: Big time! It's the
0: hardest part, courage. Because, like, yeah. yes, the courage to start. And so, if you need encouragement, we're here for you. Uh, we're we're just excited about um, all this happening. I think we got a big 2024, bro. You got a huge one ahead mm-hmm. of you, and I'm here for it, bro. I'm here. So yeah, yeah. Ahead. Let's keep talking about fun. We'll probably have to have part two. I think eventually. Yeah. Just as we learn and think. Because and. my
1: mind is still right. Ra- oh, like, I'm yeah. still thinking about like. Like I said, the question earlier: like, is God fun? Like, definitive. Like, is God fun? Like, I think God is joy. Is God fun? Because we kind of said it seems from our combo that maybe there's a difference between the two. And I want to know more about the tr- like how the tool of it should and could be used to aid our lives. Yeah.
0: You know? And then uh, is fun just describing the emotion or the feeling? Right. When yes, He is, but He's also joy.
1: Dude, which doesn't have to leave us. One thing that's <laughs> been on my mind too. I think it's just sick. When you look at nature, it plays. Swirls play. Hmm. Adult gorillas play. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, I think it's weird because their cognitive level, I don't know if they know exactly what is happening or why, but something in their like yeah. – something in the like creation of all of these animals play in the water they play and on land. Like isn't that weird? Yeah. Like it almost to me shows a little bit of God's heart maybe like with every one of these types of animals goofing off together, yeah, totally. including us. Totally. What is that? Totally. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Totally weird. That might uh, be number two. No, I was trying to.
0: It's good. That's a good way to leave. Let's leave it with a cliffhanger. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm so happy to be on the journey with you. I Dude, can't wait to see
1: what's next. Thanks for having me here. You are just an awesome guy. Um, I appreciate your willingness to chat about these types of things because, you know, you're talking a bit about your heart earlier. Like, wanting to just help people understand. Even these little bits could be life-changing. Like, Sure, yeah. These little understandings. So, thanks for walking with me and walking with all of these people and just revealing your heart because again like the vulnerability yeah
0: let's just keep helping yeah uh how does someone connect with you real quick through fun wait what how does someone connect with you like if they want to be like hey like i want to follow cam oh sweet
1: (laughs) you can come have fun with me (laughs) Uh, (laughs) dude yeah you can connect with me um man i don't know email instagram i'm at camstan uh, it's probably the best place that's probably the best that's place the best yeah. at Cam Stan at Cam Stan hit me up With on K. hit me up on Instagram send me a DM like subscribe no <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're, not <laughs> we're not about that life we're not about that life but you can I would follow Cam honestly and see what he's up to uh, he's got a big comp this spring too we'll talk about that later a big who? oh, oh I do. do yeah we've got fitness April. stuff yeah we got some fitness stuff we can talk about part two cool alright thanks guys for joining this is uh, the fun episode
1: F-, you F is for Stanley. friends who just stuff. you so <laughs> drop is for you and me. And it's for anywhere at any time at all <laughs> down here in the deep
0: blue sea. Let's go. That's how we'll end it. All right, later, homies.